Hey folks and welcome to another episode of the Podcraft Podcast. This is the show that's all about podcasting, everything from launching a show to monetization, everything in between. We're back for season nine. Season nine. Hey, welcome uh, to season nine, Matthew. It's been a while. Um, the, the other season wouldn't die. Uh, no. It kind of just kept uh, going with interviews. Yeah, yeah. The season that wouldn't die. Yeah, well we kept, we're doing listener questions, eh? So I mean, we kept getting questions, so you keep answering them. It's yeah. good. It was good. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, there was a few interviews tacked on the end as well That's though right, wasn't there yeah. yeah we don't often do interviews though so it was nice to get it's nice to get a few other folk in the show yeah get some people that know what they're talking about <laughs> <laughs> so what are we doing this season this is uh you're kind of this was your idea really wasn't it yeah so um we're going to do a season on highly produced podcasts and i tried really hard to to find a better name for this yeah um so what i mean by highly produced podcasts uh, and it annoys me when people call them this but npr style or bbc (laughs) style because they totally don't own uh creating good quality programs yeah yeah yeah. um they didn't invent it and they don't own it but people call it that so yeah yeah highly produced podcasts uh if anyone has a better name yes um and they want to get in touch then please do but yeah Yeah. how how to make them we're, we're going to basically run through that this season how to make a highly produced podcast cool. an hpp indeed indeed and we've got a very relevant sponsor for the first few episodes of this series as well which is audioblocks so this episode is sponsored by audioblocks they're a subscription service that gives you access to sound effects music and loops all to polish up your show make it highly produced <laughs> so uh, you can check them out at audioblocks.com forward slash podcraft and i'll talk about well we'll talk about more about what they do later on in the show um, so yeah, right. So I mean, yeah, you say they're described as a BBC or an NPR style show. What, can you give us a description of what kind of uh, makes up a highly produced podcast then? Yeah, well, I think the starting point is to to take a look at your sort of standard or average type of podcast. So mm-hmm. likes of what we are doing now, we've got some intro music, we've got a co-hosted discussion, and then we'll go to some outro music. It's yeah. very basic. Yeah, yeah. Um, you could repeat that formula, whether you're doing location interviews, Skype interviews, or a monologue. Mm-hmm. It's, um, it's a podcast with very few elements. That's not yeah. to say it's not challenging to put together, but uh-huh. um, when we look at a highly produced podcast... We're looking at things that maybe have a bit more uh, elements involved yeah, in them. So yeah. some classic examples, really, uh, ones like Serial <clears throat> or Invisibilia. And, uh, you know, we're seeing a big fad in, in sort of true crime podcasts nowadays. Yeah, yeah, and some yeah. of the sort of higher end true crime podcasts, they're, they're obviously putting a bit more yes. production in as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're saying it's more than what we're doing right now. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> more, than, more than the standard, which is a simple conversation, maybe bookended by some music. Mm-hmm. And that's about it. Yeah, you could almost think of it as like creating a documentary. Um, yeah, yeah. So, aye. So you're bringing together. I mean, it's going to involve more, at least, more than one recording, at least. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a few interviews, whether it's you going out on location, whether it's even just a few different conversations in a studio, of course. But as long as it's a few different set pieces which you bring together. Yeah. Although there are ways to make kind of. Uh, highly produced podcasts light I think which we'll talk about a bit later I would say but Mm -hmm. um, they can be maybe just one recording I'd say but um, yeah I I mean you do fiction podcasts obviously that's your background that's that's an example of it isn't it yeah that's right Um, former former uh, presenter of the audio drama production podcast so uh, (laughs) yeah talked about that a fair bit and and create a lot of audio drama myself so Yeah. yeah 
some of the uh, some of the big famous names in, in the world of fiction podcast and you've got We're Alive which is a, a real veteran show it started in 2009 yeah. um, The Black Tape's very popular one, yeah, of, yeah. one of your favourites as well Con The Bright Sessions The Bright Sessions um, I which love is a great show yeah, yeah. Lauren uh, Shippen's a legend so they've got um, you know there's there's lots of great fiction podcasts out there yeah. I think um, for this season you know we might reference fiction podcasts but we're, we're definitely more concerned with the sort of non-fiction yeah. documentary yeah, style absolutely. Yeah. but yeah. Um, there's a lot you can learn from the, the fiction podcasting world yeah. and also vice versa yeah. when you, you look at the black tapes it was a, an as real documentary yeah. but it was fictional so yes. there's, yeah, there's yeah. crossovers there yeah 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 so they had the advantage that they were they were producing it as if it was a real show, but they could make stuff up so they could make it more dramatic and fun. Whereas you have to actually find yeah. the dramatic <laughs> stories in it, real yeah. life. <laughs> yeah. What about there's a, you know, the kind of trend for uh, kids shows just now as well. I mean, they tend to be more highly produced, don't they? Yeah. I think that's, um, I mean, it's, it's fairly obvious that a kid, it's harder to hold their attention and, uh, you know, you're going to need to work a bit harder. So it's, it's probably not enough if your target audience is six and seven year olds yeah. to just get somebody on <laughs> Skype and talk for half an hour. Yes. Um, you're probably going to need to work a bit harder for their attention. So, yeah. um, yeah. Colin, with, with Alistair, I know that you've uh, been listening to a lot of kids shows. So what yeah. are some of your favorites? Yeah. Well, the, I think one of the ones that's, well, it's not the started, not the one that started it, probably the one that started the kind of resurgence in them right now is Wow in the World, isn't it? By NPR. Mm. That was uh, it was kind of the first really big kids show that I came across certainly. And there, I think it's really good. It's a good case study in like you were talking about with the fiction show. They are created. It's almost created like a fiction show. In fact, it's a bit like our you know hostile worlds. Mm. So we're creating them and us. We're creating something that's meant to teach, just like any non-fiction show. But you're creating dramatic elements to it. So we're pretending we're somewhere. We're pretending we're on a spaceship with hostile worlds. And where in the world they tend to be <clears throat> pretending they're in a, a research lab, or they pretend they're out and about doing so, or they pretend they're in guys' kitchen cooking something, or something like that. Something that makes it a bit more dramatic and interesting. Yeah, so yeah, it's good. I mean, I, I I listened to a few of those, and I really like what they've done. It's a, it's a really good formula, <clears throat> and you know what it is in its most basic form is there's a monologue of all the interesting stuff yeah. that you need to get in, and you take that monologue and then you basically create one of the characters to be the audience. Yeah. So the person yes. who's constantly asking yeah. the questions. Yeah. So instead of just presenting the info, you have one of the characters asking the questions, the yeah. other one providing yeah. the information. Mm -hmm. And then it's just divvied up. You've got the two different voices rather than just one person speaking at you. And then you place those characters in an environment in a soundscape of the place they're talking about. So yes. if they do an episode on the, the Antarctic, you put in the, the soundscape of the snow and the wind yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. So it's it's clever, but it's a, it's it's also a very simple formula as yeah. well. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you can do that. There's a lot of shows do that kind of in a, a non-highly produced way, don't they? Like they'll have an expert and a beginner. So you've got um, the the professor on the show and you've got the amateur and they're always the one that's acting the <clears throat> the learner, I suppose, and asking the questions of the other person. Yeah. So you, it just takes a bit more prep, doesn't it? Like you queue up the questions or, I mean, sometimes it can just be a conversation. The person's asking genuine questions, but mm -hmm. it works well if it's pre-planned and you say, right, these are the questions I want you to ask. And as long as you can deliver them in a way that doesn't sound pre-planned, I suppose that's the part, isn't it? There's a wee bit of acting in there at least. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So basically, it's something that goes a bit further than a standard monologue 
or a standard interview show. Mm. Yeah, that's right. So, um, so yeah, that like I say, that's what we're going to talk about in, in this series and in, in this episode, really just a, an introduction to the um, the concept of the HPP. I don't know if we could call it that, but, you know, we're stuck <laughs> we'll come, with it for now. We're going to come up with something different. We're going to come up with something better. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. So before we get on with the, the rest of the show then, we mentioned Audioblocks at the start. Um, so this ties into highly produced podcasting so well, I think. It's... Um, I was thinking, I was trying to think of an example of how we would use something like this, or we do use this. We do use this type of service right now, don't we? But back when we were doing, remember UK Business Startup? Yeah. Um, and I don't know if you've heard this out here. If you're listening, you haven't come across it. Search uh, thepodcasthost.com forward slash startup. And it's probably uh, the first non-fiction highly produced show we worked on together, wasn't it? In fact, mm-hmm. it definitely was. The first one of this type, like you were doing your audio drama way before this, of course, but it's the first non-fiction one. And we were putting it together. We interviewed, what, eight or nine people? Um, maybe even more, was it? No, around that anyway. And then brought together those interviews into a series of seven or eight episodes. And we had a lot of music and sound effects in there. Yeah. And I found in that we wanted to, you know, show the ups and downs, the moods, all that kind of stuff. Um, and finding music to to suit that was the difficult part. Well, actually, it wasn't even that difficult finding it. We could find the music, but... At the time, I could I only knew about like one-off purchase music libraries, so it was quite expensive. Mm. So it meant that you had to buy. I think we bought four tracks for that series in the end, and we basically repeated those four tracks throughout the eight episodes, which wasn't. I mean, it sounded alright, but it was a wee bit repetitive. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I love these new services like Audioblocks because you can go on there, you can search by mood. You know, you can go right. This person's a bit a bit sad about it. You know, someone's gone completely wrong. <laughs> so I'm going to get <laughs> a poignant moment. Exactly. Get a, a glum tune. You can find that really easily. You can find five or six um, and you can bring them all in. And basically you can take as many as you want. That's the thing. So you can have five new tracks for every single episode as opposed to being constrained by your budget to just five tracks for a whole series. So that's why I love these types of services. It's why we use them now rather than buying stuff one off. Um, so yeah, definitely pop over to Audioblocks, audioblocks.com forward slash podcraft. And if you use our link, then you get a seven free seven day free trial. So you can test out, test a few of the tracks, try them on your show, maybe your next episode, see how it works for you. Give it a shot. That's A-U-D-I-O-B-L-O-C-K-S dot com forward slash podcraft. Give them a shot. All right. So back into the content. Why might you make a HPP then? An HPP. <laughs> Why? Why? It's written indeed. on the notes. So I'm, uh, I'm saying it now. You've, I know. You've boxed it's me my in. fault. Well, <laughs> It's an ever-increasing sort of busy market, isn't it? And uh, it's getting it's hard harder to stand out, to yeah. Stand out. Yeah, 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 as, it, as it maybe once was. <laughs> yeah. And um, if you're, you know, if you've been podcasting for a while, you might feel that you've developed the skills and a bit of an eye for, you know, listening to good stuff. Yeah. And you might fancy doing it yourself. So the, the big aspect there is to 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 sort of stand out in a yeah. crowded market, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean it's. <laughs> yeah it's just it's becoming so hard to make especially like an interview show like there's so ten a penny you'd create an interview show and it's just a standard recording of an interview even if you edit out some mistakes it just doesn't sound i know it's the same as every other one basically yeah. no matter how good you are um so yeah it's just a way to make it different isn't it have a, a novelty a, a unique aspect to your show and especially like you make a good point there with the interviews as well 
you know, interviews could get a bit samey and if you're in a, a space where it's the sort of same circuit of interviewees, okay, we've got this yeah. guy or this woman again <laughs> on the same topic, you know, running through yeah. the same points. So here's an opportunity <clears throat> to actually um, almost create a, a documentary style yeah. um, and just really enhance it and stand out a bit. Yeah, so, do something um, just a bit different. Aye. Do you think it ties into, we talk about seasons a fair bit, we do seasons on here, do you think it ties into that concept? Yeah, without a doubt, because again, we'll, we'll come to this a bit later on, but um, it takes a lot more time yeah. to put these things together. So yeah, yeah. it's kind of good practice to do it in seasons because yeah. you're, you're probably not going to be able to get, you know, a really highly produced episode out every yeah, week yeah. Or, or even every fortnight in the long run. Yeah, so. yeah, definitely. I think just to mention, I mentioned the whole kind of concept of we're talking about interview shows, about ways to stand out. Um, yeah, you're right. It does. It takes a lot longer to create a really fully high produced episode, doesn't it? And we'll go into it a bit more in a future episode. But the kind of the concept of there's a halfway point, I think, like a highly produced light almost, where even you just take an interview and you just actually pick out, you just edit it a bit. You just spend a few mm. hours actually taking out the bits where it does wander a wee bit or there's repetition or you just spend a bit longer cutting out only the good bits from this one interview. So it's just one recording. And just putting a couple of narrations. Mm -hmm. So like, here's a great five minute segment. Here's a great 10 minute segment. Here's a great three minute segment from an hour long interview and just do a narration between the two that kind of fills in the blanks. I think that's a great way to do it. It's somewhere that makes you really stand out, brings, it makes it much more dense with good stuff as opposed to like an hour long where there's some good bits and actually a fair bit of waffle. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's, uh, there's a balance, I suppose, but um, yeah, I think it definitely makes you, definitely makes you unique anyway. I think another uh, good reason that that people might want to make one is to to showcase their skills yeah, yeah. as a as a content creator as an audio producer sure. uh, whatever it is you're doing yeah, yeah. um like I say if you've been podcasting for a while you might feel you know I've got the skills to really do something maybe you're looking at you know we hear a lot of podcasters making money in podcasting because they're producing other people's shows yeah, yeah, yeah. so it could be a really good showcase for like what you're able to do yeah so i think that you know using using a show as a, a showcase yeah. of your skills is yeah, a, yeah. a good reason that you might consider it yeah yeah it's not you know it's not something i've thought about i mean that's if you want to make somebody else's shows isn't it but um like it, it might, it, it can justify much higher monetization prices. I think like if you're really highly producing a show, obviously the sort of standard model is a CPM, isn't it? So you're kind of wanting to get five episodes out a week because that's you milking the sponsorship for all it's worth. But if you're only doing 10 episodes every six months, because it's in seasons, mm-hmm. standard CPM doesn't work so well. But if you're doing it really highly produced, it stands out. People are engaged every single second. Suddenly you can charge more for sponsorship. So actually it can work well on that sense as well, finding a sponsor because again, you're standing out that you're not standing out just for listeners, but for sponsors and advertisers too. And with this type of show, you're much more likely to be evergreen. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're, if you're doing a very time sensitive show, like a, a sports show or a news show, yeah, yeah. you're not really that likely to go down this yeah. route because the stuff's gone, you know, a couple <laughs> of months down the line. So yeah. yeah, if you're getting a sponsor, they're, they're getting in there forever and it's, yeah. you know, hopefully going to be as relevant in 10 years time as it is today when yes, it was made indeed yeah yeah what about the other side uh who shouldn't think about making a highly produced show well i think if you're just getting into podcasting and audio production it's it's not the right starting point yeah um yeah. it could be a, an end game or something to aspire to yeah, by all means yeah. but you've got to find your feet you've got to kind of 
come in at the entry level and and learn how all this works and how to put the pieces together um you know do the basics like hit and record and plugging in your mic and um (laughs) you know jumping straight into doing 20 interviews exactly uh, yeah 20 (laughs) multi-track you're just you're either going to burn yourself out or just procrastinate and never launch um you need to be very conscious of the the time and the money um and having the ability to yeah, do this yeah, stuff yeah, so yeah uh, but time yeah time's a, a huge factor Aye, isn't it? exactly you need to be able to commit the time to it don't you to be able to to say i'm i'm happy only getting you know two six episode series out every every year or actually i'm going to spend two days a week on this yeah <laughs> yeah which is tricky um i mean do you think there's a there's a place for people who you know, they start out just getting used to podcasting, getting better at interviewing, just putting out a weekly show, non-highly produced, and then they take a break and then come out with a highly produced season later on. There's nothing to stop you doing that, is there? Not at all, no. Um, I mean, you build an audience and you want to sort of power up what you're doing. It's your podcast. We always talk about the the great thing about podcasting. You're your own boss, aren't you? Yeah, totally. You can do do what what you you want. want, (laughs) Yeah, I'm just thinking... it, like you say it's not the best way to launch maybe also because it's maybe not the best way to grow a big audience right away because you're obviously not being particularly consistent mm-hmm. like you're not getting stuff out quick um but on the other hand if you have the power to promote it like hostile worlds our show we've only got four episodes out so far over a few months but it's got a really good audience because it's really good quality well we like to think <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah and of course if you're if you're a really patient person not like myself but you, you could um sit and create you know 12 episodes and not release them yeah, and uh, yeah. you know this is uh, we talked about this in a, an episode a while back about yeah. the big uh, launch you know with, with 12 yeah. or 20 episodes yeah, yeah. and this was we mentioned one of the reasons why you might sit and produce episodes and not release them yeah um so you know if you're very patient and you're prepared to work away then you can in theory come out and say okay we've got one of these a week now because they're all made yeah but um so that that's also that also suggests that if you need to do time sensitive content like you're a new show or you're talking about current events you can't do a highly produced show then really can't you because you're you're either launching a where but after the fact or you it's too much time to get stuff out on a weekly basis Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, uh, people might be thinking, "How the hell have you got the <laughs> the qualifications to talk about highly produced podcasting? Do you want yeah, to uh, showcase exactly. your credentials, Matthew?" Yeah. So, um, yeah, I've, I've been uh, creating audio drama since about 2011. Um, worked on various shows over the years, uh, writing, producing, doing a bit of voice acting as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, founded the audio drama production podcast and mm-hmm. presented that for a couple of years as well and yeah, that's yeah. A, a you know a, a good show and it's sort of own wee genre it's own yeah, yeah. sub-genre Indeed. so um and since I, I joined the podcast host as well we worked on uk business startup as you were saying and, yeah. and more recently um we've launched hostile worlds which is our sort of space science documentary audio drama hybrid yeah, which yeah. is it rolls off the tongue just as well as hpp <coughs> actually Aye, absolutely but, um, <laughs> what about just to give me an idea what do you, can you estimate how long it takes you to create an episode of hostile worlds just your time <laughs> well the the first three episodes because i'd uh, and i wouldn't advise doing this but i wrote the episodes <laughs> presented them yeah recorded them produced them yeah, um, I I don't even want to. It was <laughs> we, I mean, weeks, weeks, like and a weeks. Week, yeah, yeah. full time week at least yeah. per episode. Yeah. I mean, days yeah. where I was um, at the computer from 
eight to eight. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah. And feeling like I'm getting nowhere. So yeah, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. And nowadays we have people helping us to write that. And uh, yeah, we're doing, a, we're sharing out the work a bit more, but it's still, it's really time mm. consuming, isn't it? Yeah. But I mean, an audio drama that I run on my own, um, it's called a Scottish podcast. It's a bit rude. Uh, so don't, <laughs> don't, don't subscribe if you've got kids in the car. But um, I was getting an episode of that out every three weeks. I yeah. was writing uh-huh. it. Uh, recording it, producing it, yeah, yeah, and three weeks I was able to get a ten-minute episode out every three weeks, yeah, um, and that was just with a day a week, really, wasn't it? Yeah, maybe a, a bit extra a, on the weekend, about or? a day's work a week, yeah. Um, yeah. So, so that's more realistic. Uh, I always loved it when listeners advised me that oh, the show's great, but if I could just advise one wee thing, it'd be make the episodes longer and release them more frequently. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I never thought of that. Thank you. <laughs> You're gonna pay me to do it, a full-time job? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Um, I suppose the other stuff worth mentioning we work on we work on client podcasts like this as well so i mean we um we helped we created a show for stv and broadstance media with jackie brambles which was really highly produced a lot of stuff in there um we're doing one just now for converge challenge which is um an into four interviews with different entrepreneurs bringing that together into a really heavily produced business advice style show um lots of music effects transitions all that kind of stuff um and even go back i think the, the first one of these this type of thing i ever worked on was actually when i was um i've talked a bunch of times in the show about the fact that i've got a background in education so i learned my podcast and trade back in napier uni teaching lecturers how to do it back in 2008 2009 um and i produced the show this is it's uh, painful to listen to now but um <laughs> it was a magazine style show called the um what's it called again i don't know edinburgh napier radio or something like that and it was i would go to conferences and interview a few people and then come back and interview a lecture lecturer um, and bring that all together but it was great fun it would take me a day to do but it was just bringing together a few different things into one show not necessarily a huge amount of editing but it was good fun um and then some teaching ones too so we've been both of us have been doing this for a long time thinking mm-hmm. about how to create engaging content with more than one element and how to sort of edit it down to the best stuff and use music and effects and stuff like that to tell a story, to to change the mood, to change the pace, to emphasize stuff, all that. And that that's what we want to talk about, isn't it, over the next few weeks. In fact, how many? Six. Six episodes we've got planned right now. Yeah. That might change a that way, bit, yeah. but it'll be around that over the next, um, yeah, so the next six weeks or so. Alrighty. Anything else? Um, I think that's all. Uh, like you say, we're going to we're going to talk a bit about um, the structure and elements of yeah, uh, yeah. putting these shows together, scripting, planning, finding resources, even things like outsourcing, because we've yeah, talked yeah. about maybe not having the um, ability or yeah. not having the time, but maybe you've got the money. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, money money will find a way won't it so um get somebody else to help you yeah Aye, yeah and the music and effects and stuff we get a lot of questions around them don't you like where you find music how you use it what it's for all that kind of stuff so yeah well, speaking definitely. of which have we got a musical resource here oh oh yeah so this <laughs> this podcast this episode was sponsored by audioblocks <laughs> um so yeah audioblocks is a great resource <clears throat> where you can subscribe give you access to sound effects music and loops to polish up your show perfect for creating a highly produced podcast uh, check them out at audioblocks.com forward slash podcast and if you use our link that one you get a seven day free trial so you can give them a shot Alrighty, thanks again for listening thanks for popping back on for season nine uh, we'd love to hear from you as always get in touch on the twitters the podcast host on the twitters or what's you what's you again matthew oh crikey um <laughs> 
Well, I, I'm running the hostile world's Twitter. Yeah, so yeah. Get me on there, and, and your I Scottish try, podcast as well, and your Matthew Pod host, and you've got you've got too many. I know, and after the ironic thing is, I try and avoid social media as much <laughs> as possible. You're not actually on any of them. Yeah. People are clamouring for your attention. You don't <laughs> actually give them any at all on any of them. But um, <laughs> by all means, get in touch, especially if you've uh, created um, anything sort of highly produced, even if it was just you know maybe a milestone episode in your yeah, yeah. in your series. Yeah, um, send yeah. us a wee link and. And let us know about it. That's it. Do you know it's a great point because that's something we never mentioned during the show was the fact like your ADPP at Audio Drama Production Podcast you created one of them for your hundredth, didn't you? Oh, no, well, it was your, maybe, no, it was your maybe, last. That, maybe that's in the next episode. Ah, so that's a good teasing, teaser. Teasing, teasing, yeah. So we'll talk about that. The fact that uh, you don't have to do how you produced every single episode. There's ways to just tie it into yeah, give audience the audience a treat. Alrighty. Um, yeah, that'll do it for this episode then. Thanks again. Good to get, good to jump back in the mic, eh? Good to be back on the horse. Indeed. The audio right. horse. The HPP horse. <laughs> and thank you for jumping back on the horse with us, dear listener. <laughs> we'll talk to you next time. Cheerio. Cheerio.